one source of frustration in our lives is our desire to control others and tell them what to do, tell them how to be. And this is something I struggle with because it's not necessarily you know more than others. In some cases, it's, it's a loving wish for others to choose something that is less destructive. And that certainly that's grounded in love, such as maybe a parent pleading with a child choose something that will cause less pain in their life. But there's another side to that and it also causes a lot of frustration and pain and is the need to control someone else's spiritual life. I know a lot of people leave the church for whatever reason. And I myself had left my own church not out of rage or out of disagreement, but out of apathy. Um, disinterest it was mostly I didn't want to live according to particular dogma and like lines in the road some some rules are there to guide us sort of provide a particular road map I think a lot of people turn away from religious traditions because they don't like it when someone else is telling them what to do. They don't want someone to judge them and tell them that this is wrong. In some cases, it is a loving side, but in other cases, it's a matter of control. It is a decision that one might have made that they are right and the other person is wrong. We can't interfere in someone's spiritual progress sometimes You have to let God do the work. And a gentle guidance is certainly important. But a forceful one can often close a door. Thomas Merton is one of my favorite spiritual writers. 
particularly because he bridges east and west. If you read his book, New Seeds of Contemplation, you see a lot of parallels between his writing and Buddhism. And I'm certainly appreciative of that. He writes about renunciation and we we we, rec- we know that uh, priests have to renounce certain things, but he talks about renunciation from a different point of view. And one of it is renouncing the desire to control someone else. So he writes, one of the first things to learn if you want to be a contemplative is how to mind your own business. Nothing is more suspicious in a man who seems holy than an impatient desire to reform other men. A serious obstacle to recollection is the mania for directing those you have been not been appointed to direct, reforming those you have not been asked to reform, correcting those over whom you have no jurisdiction. How can you do things like this and keep your mind at rest? Renounce this futile concern with other men's affairs. Pay as little attention as you can to the faults of other people, and none at all to their natural defects and eccentricities. So it's, it's pretty contrary to what our, our ideas of religion are. The idea of you know, some people aren't your charges, some people aren't under your control. I think some of the most influential people are not ones who are overtly persuasive and dynamic, but those who are magnetic and they inspire from within. And we resist. Our resistance to these people speaks to some of the things that are going on within ourselves. But then when it comes from when it's all rooted in love and they just radiate love, they're the ones that we're attracted to because deep down we are all called to love one another. peaceful day.